We welcome in Peter Mullen, Health and Wellbeing. Peter, today, something I'm pretty sure we have not covered ever, the topic of mindfulness. What's it all about? Well, look, it can really seem quite elusive in our modern society when stress and anxiety you know, particularly at the moment, but um, mindfulness is a is a uh, an area that I'm particularly passionate about, and it's a way of really trying to get off that roller coaster of just feeling like you're just so turned on and flat out and busy and on the go all the time. Mindfulness, mate. In a simple question, what on earth is it? Well, it's that Mark. That is a good question. I thought so. <laughs> so I spent all morning thinking I've come of that to one. The right spot. <laughs> mindfulness, Peter. What? Well, how are you? How are you defining mindfulness? Well, my, there's a difference between mindfulness and meditation. Mm. So, mindfulness is the quality of being present and fully engaged with whatever you're doing at the moment, free from distraction or judgment, um, and aware of our thoughts and feelings without getting caught up in them. So, And we can train in this moment-to-moment awareness through meditation. So meditation can help us get better and better at mindfulness. So I think as a simple separation here, I guess meditation is something you actively do where mindfulness is, I guess, a, a state of being. Yeah, I guess that's a good way to good way to um Again, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way to explain yeah. it. So mindfulness involves using a simple task to steady the mind and keep us in the present moment. Um, it's the ability to let go of the repetitive thoughts and worries that constantly crowd your mind and bring your mind into focus on one task. So for some people mindfulness and not mindlessness, because mm. we see a bit of that these days as we were just talking about. Um, mindfulness for some might be in their garden. You know, if you're in the garden, if you're a garden enthusiast, enthusiast and you're gardening and you just lose yourself in the garden and then someone calls out, you know, it's dinner time, whatever, you think, oh, where's the time gone? Like it means that you've been fully mindful, you've been fully present. Mm. It's all about being present. And um, this is something I say a lot to a lot of my young mums. One, because ev- everybody does talk about meditation and you know, we should learn, should practice meditating because it does help us to practice then being more mindful. But a really good tip is every day, all of us, young mums included, have hours of chores that we have to do. So say, for instance, if mums or dads getting the washing off the line and they're folding it into the piles and then they've got to put those piles in everybody's bedroom and back in their drawers. What I say to my young mums particularly is don't, get your washing in put it all in piles and leave it there and go and then do another job don't go and then put the next load out or don't go don't go and start unpacking the dishwasher like there's this idea in our society that multitasking is a really wonderful skill but there's actually some really good studies to show that if you multitask you actually take longer than if you complete one task at a time so what i say to my patients is finish the put the washing in piles and then take those piles, put it all away so that job's totally completed. So it's kind of what you're really suggesting in a way, Peter, is compartmentalising. So you say, okay, well, we'll take the home, for example, because you've started there. Yes. Well, I'm doing the washing, I'm folding that. I know that I've next I've got to, I don't know, do some ironing or put another load on. I'll leave those tasks till I've done this one so I do that effectively. Uh, but, you know, the other tasks are on the horizon. I'll just park those for... Yeah, 10 or 15 Absolutely. minutes or whatever. Absolutely. And so if you're washing the dishes, just wash the dishes. The old joke used to be, oh, this is, a, I don't know whether it's an old joke, but what does the enlightened mum or dad do after they've cooked a beautiful meal, served the family, you know, for everyone's eaten, they've packed the dishes up and, and what, does, what does the unenlightened 
say, mother or father do. Mm -hmm. Wash the dishes, dry the dishes, put the dishes away. What does the enlightened mother or father do after they've prepared a beautiful meal, you know, served up the family, everyone's had a wonderful meal? Wash the dishes, dry the dishes, and put the dishes away. So there's chores that we all have to do every day. So when you're doing the dishes, just be present on doing the dishes. And if you're just focusing on the temperature of the water, how wonderful that plate looks, you know, when the plate's really clean, you know, and you put it, because I'm a bit OCD, and you put it all in there and you've done all that job, you're actually de-stressing, you're actually turning your stress response down when you're actually fully present with what you're doing. So same as if you're filling the water bottle, don't, while you're standing there filling the water bottle, this is really hard for a lot of people just to stand there and fill the water bottle. They've got to be scrabbling with their other hand to put the forks in the fork drawer. But you don't do that. You just stand there and let the watch the water go into your water bottle. So it doesn't. It, it's we get jobs done just as quickly by being present as we do and doing one task at a time as we're doing multiple tasks. So every chore becomes an, a practice in this concept of mindfulness. Discussing uh, mindfulness today, Peter. Where would you like to go next? Well, look, well, in short, mindfulness... So I'm, I'm choosing not to multitask now. <laughs> you said don't multitask. I'll just make sure that the record plays, and when I come back, I'll just go over to you, son. Oh, I'm happy with that. <laughs> that works well. <laughs> All right, what do you got next? So, But it's, it's, it's just so true, isn't it? In our society, like, we wear... People wear being busy as, like, a badge of honour. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I'm so sorry we haven't caught up. I'm so busy. But busy really is not necessary. I know, I know mm. people are probably, you know... Not one that staring in disbelief at the radio, but it's the concept comment, because we're all. Oh, I'm I'm busy. How have you been busy? It's the yeah, it's, it's like it's, a, the, like it's a, an emotion. You're a better person because you're you're a busy yeah. person. So we've got to get away from that. So in short, mindfulness supports our nervous system. Fast pace of modern society has meant that our reactive sympathetic nervous system is locked on the go mode. So where our nervous system's turned on all the time. Mm. And I really I really think, and this sounds really weird, but I really think a lot of people are scared or almost a bit anxious or stressed about feeling calm, about feeling like they don't have to rush, because I think we often rush and keep ourselves busy because we don't really want to, I don't know, have life catch up with us. So it's definitely a, 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 um, a skill to practice being more mindful. I think a lot of times you, you almost, there's almost an inbuilt societal guilt from relaxing and doing nothing. Oh, yeah. what, do you, what how'd you do for the weekend? Yeah. I did nothing. What do you... Oh, you did nothing. Oh, that's terrible. terrible. How boring. Like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And even, even, um, you know, guilt, the whole concept of guilt, like so many of my mums, because I see a lot Mm. of of mums at all ages, they all say to me, oh, I can't sit down and read of a weekend or, you know, watch a movie Mm. because I feel guilty if I'm doing nothing. And I thought, you know, I think that's, that's just something to try and we need to let that go. Do you think the guilt is more inward, like we put that on ourselves more than it actually is a thing? Because I'd say that's about 80-20, as in we do it to ourselves. We do it to ourselves. Yeah, yeah Because yeah, no one else sure. cares. Not half the time or three-quarters of the time, no one no, else cares. I, I, like, sure. I, to, to be honest, I couldn't give a damn if you are busy or not on the weekend, Peter. It has no interest in my life, but yet you may appear because, oh, I'm a, look at me, I'm a professional person. I have to appear to folk that I'm busy. That's where we put it on ourselves, see? Yeah, no, it's crazy. It really is crazy. Yeah. So the five most common benefits, do you want to know the five most common benefits Ooh, of mindfulness? Love to. <laughs> Decrease stress. So um, it's a really big part of a stress reduction. So um, in specific groups particularly, but those who suffer suffer from restless leg syndrome, um, parents, healthcare professionals, veterans with depression, police officers. 
So studies through these groups have found if they start to practice mindfulness that their nervous system actually is calmer. So if someone's suffering from anxiety, mm-hmm. being mindful, practicing being present when you're just washing the dishes is a really great practical step that, you know, because we have hours of chores every day, those chores are a wonderful training ground for calming our nervous system down. So I'm really excited about that. Um, enhanced ability to deal with an illness. So, um, you know, if you are unwell, you know, if you have a chronic illness, mindfulness practice, again, because it's relaxing or reducing your stress response, can really help you to cope with that at a, at a better level. Um, facilitation of recovery. So recovery from an illness, again, if you're in hospital and you're unwell, practicing mindfulness and meditation can actually help you recover much, much better. So it's such a just a wonderful, wonderful tool. Decrease depressive symptoms. You know, so many people are suffering with depression, but people suffering with depression still have to do chores every day. Albeit it's a lot harder for them to do those mm-hmm. chores, but they still have to, you know, make a bed, get dressed, have a shower. And I know not making light of depressive illness because, you know, for some people they literally can't do those things, but any task or chore you do, if you can start to practice mind, being more mindful or p- being more present is the word I really like to use. Um, and improve general health. Um, beyond, beyond the many mental health benefits of mindfulness, it can also improve your general health. Um, uh, things like um, being more physically active, um, helping with addiction, whole host of things can improve if you start to practice being more mindful. And it costs. And the thing I love about um, lifestyle, let's call it lifestyle medicine, is it costs us nothing. How good's that? Oh, we cost us nothing. Mm-hmm. We do it every. We've got the potential to do it every day, and all we have to do is just bring our mind to that awareness. Maybe if someone works out a way to charge for it, we'll actually take it a bit more seriously. <laughs> That's a possibility. <laughs> you, work, a possibility. you work that in. Get your wife onto that. She'll figure that out that and you'll be charging 100 bucks an hour for it. She's the ideas person, definitely. <laughs> definitely the ideas person. Peter Mullen is here with Health and Wellbeing. Mate, take a seat, Peter. Just relax. <laughs> You've you, you just been banging on about multitasking, how it's bad for us. And uh, instead of focusing on our conversation, you're looking at the screen and what's coming up next. I I had to get close because I haven't got my glasses on. I can't see it from this distance. Never mind. Anyway, look, uh, (laughs) you've got some more tips for – oh, actually, before we do that, thanks, Kim, from Swansea Ringing Up. Uh, Just wanting to echo your thoughts, Peter, uh, that uh, agreeing with mindfulness and it's mind over matter. Yeah, I like that. Mm. And you know the old saying? <laughs> Which, yeah, that is the saying. But. Mind over matter. What is it? I don't mind and you don't matter? Tell you what, my, my, dear, my dear close personal friend Jerry Seinfeld has nothing to worry about on the stand-up circuit once he gets back out again next year, has he? Not a damn thing. Look, some more tips on how we can become more mindful. So the first one might seem pretty obvious, but take a deep breath. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Just taking time out to... Time out to breathe, just to stop. Like, we're so busy doing stuff. Just if you make a cup of tea, and this is where tea, herbal tea, normal tea is great. If you make yourself a cup of tea, don't drink it while you're doing your chores. You know, don't be sipping your cup of tea while you're folding the washing, while you're trying to stack the dishwasher. Actually, if you're making a cup of tea, if you're making a drink for yourself, if you're having a glass of water, like I call it foodfulness. First step towards mindfulness is anytime you go to eat anything, drink anything, you have to stop what you're doing, go and sit down, preferably in another room where maybe you've got, 
you know, some nice mm. flowers or a candle burning or whatever. I just figured out sit. what had happened with that because the tea would in, in, indirectly become another chore. Yeah, it'd be another thing you're because trying like, to I'm do. Because, like, I'm the, the washing, of- oh, I've got to stop and have a sip of this. You're not enjoying your drink, your, no. your tea or your herbal infusion. You're just, uh, it's another chore, thus making it longer. Then you get frustrated because it's taking you longer to hang a washing up. And, and, and oh, your tea never- goes cold. Tea goes cold, got to make and, another one. Never enjoyed it. And if you have something to eat as well, you're having your bite of your biscuit while you're having a sip of your tea while you're trying to do your chores. So you eat the biscuit without really tasting that. Mm. Crazy. Look, Crazy. So, yeah, yeah making the time. Anytime you eat or drink anything, make it a definite thing to stop. Go and sit down or go and sit on the back step or just look outside and see the birds. But just be present for that moment. Then get back up once you've finished that chore or task, then go back and, and do what you're doing. Okay, next, next up, you've got a, a tips on three things that I certainly won't be doing. So, <laughs> at all. Colouring in, doing jigsaw puzzles and getting into the garden. But I can see, uh, yeah, I can yeah, see yeah. why, though. I can see why. Look, I, I put those down. I went to a um, uh, health retreat a couple of years back, and I couldn't believe it. They One of the activities was colouring in books for adults. <laughs> I didn't actually do it. I went and did... Um, uh, tai Chi or something like that, but even um, yeah, gardening, whatever turns you on, whatever you can do to disconnect and be present with what you're doing. And the awesome thing is for for mums with kids is if you're trying to do 15 different tasks and your kids want you to come and sit down there and play with the jigsaw puzzle, you you might rush to go and do that, but you're not going to even be present with your kids. So what I'd suggest you do is get your kids engaged to help you finish the task you're doing put all the clothes away in everyone's bedroom and then say, okay, now. Isn't that what kids are let's for? Let's go and... <laughs> yeah. Well, it doesn't always work out that way. Well, look, I, for the kids in my family that come around to visit, I, I put them to work. Oh, look, hey, can you just pass me the... Uh, pass me my phone from on the... There, pass me the remote control. Pass me that. I do it. Do they like I'm yes. coming to see it? Yeah. Strangely <laughs> enough, they do. They haven't worked out yet. Well, that probably they're... they're or engaged where they're with you because they're feeling worthwhile See, doing all those chores. Exactly. See, parenting <laughs> tips. <laughs> um, yeah. So just just some just simple things like that, and but doing stuff that you love to do as well. Mm. Like if you like fishing, you know, go fishing. If you like walking, go walking. If you like gardening, go gardening. But when you're doing those tasks, practice just being fully present in the in what you're doing. Don't think about what's for dinner, what we've got to do this afternoon, who's coming over. Like try and just practice. Being present, and you'll find that um, the your your whole baseline level of stress will actually resettle itself. The idea of having less stress and potential uh, greater health consequences down the road sounds pretty good. And you mentioned the F word earlier; it's free. <laughs> Peter, a great look through mindfulness today. Uh, thank you very much, as always, for another great health and well-being. We'll catch you next Tuesday. Thank you, Mark. See you then. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.